here we go final score podcast uh first week of december welcome in everyone uh glad to have you here uh, winter sports are underway and on this week's podcast we will uh have a have a familiar face on uh, so, someone a lot of you know uh walkersville boys basketball coach uh, Mike Mathis, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to Mike about his long career uh, coaching girls and boys basketball at Walkersville High School, and uh, we'll ask him about his team this season. Uh, the Lions are 1-0 after a win over Frederick High uh, earlier this week, so we'll ask Mike about his team and, and just his expectations for the season. Uh, so look forward to talking to Coach Mathis in uh, just a couple of minutes here, but, but, but John Cannon is with me, and John, before we... Uh, dive into winter sports here. There was a state football final on Saturday, uh, Ligonor uh, versus Northern. I, I know you really hadn't seen uh, Ligonor uh, up, up until that point, um, but what were your impressions? The, the Lancers uh, off to a, a real slow start, uh, made, made a really uh, nice comeback, but couldn't quite get over the hump, and Northern uh, beats them 28-23. Uh, in the state championship game last Saturday at Navy, what, what were your impressions of the game? Well, first off, um, you know, Linganore had trouble defending against uh, the spread offense to pass, uh, and uh, early on, I mean, they gave, that's what they, they got down twenty-one to nothing. And of course, what uh, we both talked about when we watched the game is a lot of the a lot of those big pass plays uh, involved yards after the catch. Guys were right. making catches, and then they were breaking tackles or eluding eluding defenders. Uh, but Linganore eventually kind of put the clamps on that, and then and then on the other side of the field, I hadn't seen Linganore, but all I heard about them is they run, run, run. They weren't able to establish a running game really all night. But to their credit, they um, they they started throwing the ball and they got back in the game, which is something I I don't think they've been in that position too much where they've had to throw. Uh, to get it back in a game, and they did, and uh, they made a game out of it. So that was impressive. Yeah, it was, it was impressive. Uh, uh, Timmy Connor, the coach's son, senior quarterback, had a really nice game. He's a, he's a really nice quarterback. Uh, can 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 pass, uh, can run. He wasn't asked to pass a lot, like you mentioned uh, this season, because he didn't really have to. But but uh, the early deficit forced Ligonore out of their out of their running game to a large extent, and uh, and and Timmy was asked to pass, and he, and he really came through and did a nice job. He looted the brush a lot too to prolong plays, you know, before he got passes off. Right, uh, 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 they had a, a great uh, uh, performance for, from one of their sophomore receivers uh, who, who who caught a uh, uh, pair of touchdown passes. Matthew uh, Hopton uh, is his name. Um, so Ligonor should be encouraged going forward, despite the loss. I, I mean, uh, they're having a tough time in these games at Navy. They've now lost three in a row since their uh, win there in uh, 2017. But uh, it's not hard to see him back in this position next year uh, with Ethan Arneson, their top runner back. This Matthew uh, Hopton, uh, sophomore receiver. Uh, Ligonor always has good good, good lines. So I mm -hmm. uh, really wouldn't be surprising uh, to see him back there um, uh, next year. And, 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 and the defense is, is always formidable too. It just – they just couldn't overcome that slow start, and and, and, and Northern really did a good job of um, of taking them away from what they did well. Right. Uh, winter sports are underway. Uh, uh, basketball uh, started uh, t Tuesday night in the county. I, I I saw Walkersville. Coach Mathis's Walkersville Lions beat Frederick. 
Uh, you saw the Urbana girls, John, uh, beat Middletown. What were your impressions of Urbana? Yeah, they look good. Uh, they uh, they had a lot of players. I mean, even beyond their starting five, uh, they can do a lot of different things for them, and they like to play a fast-paced game. They like to press on defense and then run on offense if they can. I, uh, I look forward to seeing them against teams like Frederick, uh, Oakdale, and, you know, or as the season goes on, I, I think they're going to be one of our top teams. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since the Urbana, at least it feels it that way. It's been a while since the Urbana girls have really been in the mix as one of the uh, best teams in the county. Yeah, and the coach, and the coach seems like he knows what he's doing. Even he's energetic. You see him on the sidelines. He's very animated. We were talking about that. You know, he uh, and they, they play that way as well. Uh, they also have a nice player named Alana Tate who uh, had started her career at Clarksburg. Uh, she came to Urbana. She was there last year when they, or this earlier this year when they had that spring season. Uh, but this is her first full year with Urbana, and, and she just adds to an already good team. They're going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, across the board, John. What are you, what are you sort of looking for in uh, in, in, in this winter sports season? I, I know you saw a wrestling mm-hmm. match, uh, Oakdale uh, right. in North Hagerstown. Oakdale had a tough time against the North Hagerstown team. That's always good, but just, just. Across the board, what are what are some of the things you're lo- you're looking forward to this winter sports season? Well, like girls basketball, I mean, like you know, I, I always like to see. By the end of the year, we always have teams contending for state titles, and like the t- some of the teams I mentioned, I left Lingenar out there, another good one too. You can't forget about them. Uh, just just seeing teams get better and better each week, and uh, you know, some teams are going to have to deal with injuries and everything like that. I'd be be curious to see how they handle that by the end of the year. And you mentioned Oakdale. Actually, the funny thing about that match is they uh, they won five of seven bouts. They just didn't. They had a lot of holes in their lineup, and the forfeits killed them. Right, forfeits, and then uh, you can't give up any bonus points in matches mm-hmm. uh, when you're giving up a lot of forfeits. So, mm-hmm. so I, I I know I know Coach uh, Matt Wax will will we'll work hard and and mm-hmm. trying to get that team to improve over mm-hmm. the uh, course of the season. Uh, Ligonor Ligonor Wrestling had 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 a big win over Frederick. They they should be one of the top uh, contenders this season. Um, swimming, I, 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 I don't I don't have much of a feel for in, in, indoor track. Uh, you, you expect the Urbana girls um, uh, uh, the, to be very good. Uh, Ligonor boys, so. Um, uh, so we'll see. Uh, glad glad to be indoors, right? <laughs> with, yeah. with, the, with the weather turning colder. Yeah, so. yeah. Very, just wearing masks. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Master the <laughs> master the difference. Um, so, all right, John. I appreciate your time as always, and uh, stay with us, folks, because in just a second or two, we will have uh, Coach Mike Mathis on for Walkersville Boys basketball. Stay tuned. As we mentioned, the winter sports season underway here in Frederick County. So let's say hello to a familiar face, though I believe he is making his debut appearance here on the Final Score podcast. He is Walkersville boys basketball coach Mike Mathis. How are you, Mike? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Absolutely. Um, It's been too long uh, since we've... uh, been able to set this up but um how long have you been coaching uh basketball here in frederick county mike so th- this is my uh, 25th year as a uh, head coach here in the county and i taught or excuse me i coached two years of uh jv girls basketball so one year as an assistant actually with my wife and then the next year uh i was the head coach so 27 years total D- does it feel like 27 years no no um time goes by extremely fast um, especially when you have kids. So uh, it doesn't feel like, you know, 25, 27 years, but uh, it creeps up on you quickly. I'll, I'll spend at Walkersville? 
Yes, all at Walkersville High. How did that opportunity come about for you? Um, so uh, when I was playing at FCC, I met my uh, future wife there. She played at FCC. And, and, uh, and what's your wife's name? Uh, Jennifer Mathis. Jennifer, uh, yeah. Yeah, so her maiden name was Jennifer Raspberry. She played at FCC and then at, at SHIP. Um, so I played at FCC and then, then moved on um, just to go to school at Towson. She finished up at SHIP, and then when she came home and started working, she had an opportunity to be the JV coach um, at uh, Walkersville under Marsha Thompson. So uh, when she got the job, um, she asked me to help her out. Um, prior to uh, helping her out, um, I had done several years of youth football uh, back in Charles County. Uh, I grew up in the uh, Waldorf area, and I started uh, coaching youth football and probably like 1986, uh, so I was like a junior in high school. And, and there's good football down there. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, very, um, very good. I, my, actually, my I played my freshman year at McDonough High School, and uh, uh, we didn't have a ninth grade team, but we did have JV. And my freshman year there, uh, we, McDonough won the state championship. So that, they were coached by Larry Johnson. Um, who's now a, a big-time coach at Ohio State. So had some good football down there. McDonough won a few uh, state championships over the year. Lackey won one in 87. Yeah, I mean, Northern um, just beat Linganore. Yeah, right? Northern, yeah, yeah. And Northern uh, beat Linganore. So, yeah, it's a, the SMAC's a, a really good conference. And, and didn't, didn't Patuxent get you guys at Walkersville yeah, in, 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 yeah. in, in 2015? Yes, they did. Now, now when I grew up, Patuxent was, was, uh, you know, wasn't founded yet. So it was just uh, – a few schools down down St. Mary's and Calvert, um, but the ma majority of the stronger schools then were, were from Charles County. Yeah, um, the dynamic of working with your wife. What, what, what was it? Was it awkward? Was it weird? Were you guys no, drive, mean, driving each other crazy? Or yeah, but, I mean, obviously through a season, you know, whether it be with your wife or your assistant coach, you, you know, at some at some point, you know, you kind of get on each other's nerves, or you you know, you, you butt heads a little bit. But overall, it was. It was really, really good. I mean, you know, we, we weren't married yet. Um, so, you know, uh, it worked well. Uh, so, so, so your wife basically brought you on staff, right? You were, yeah. you, were you working down in Charles County coaching football? No, yeah, uh, so, so um, I was coaching football kind of just like after high school, I didn't go directly to college. So I was kind of bouncing around jobs. Really, it truly didn't have a whole lot of direction, to be honest. And fortunately, my uncle, who lives outside of Liberty Town, Unionville, um, he knew I loved coaching, so he thought it'd be you know, great for me to come up, uh, live with them, and uh, get a teaching degree so I could coach at the high school level. So, you know, going into that, you know, my goal was to be a high school football coach. Uh, and then, um, you know, I had that opportunity to play at FCC, um, played under Jim Weddle and, and Dave Mil Miller and uh, learned a lot of basketball over those few years and just fell in love with the sport. And, uh, you know, then when I started coaching with Jen, I, I just, you know, I just gravitated to basketball. Um, I did continue to coach football. I coached with Hal Grawl for several years. Yeah. Um, and then I coached with Joe uh, Polis. So uh, and you and your, your sons came through the program. Yeah, too, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And, uh, Joe and I coached our sons up through the um, – through the uh, Mountain Valley League, and, and then I, I was also helping Joe at the, the high school at that time. Um, so I kind of did that until I, you know, I got a little burnt out. I was doing, uh, you know, uh, mid, uh, excuse me, Mountain Valley football. I was doing uh, high school football 
at one point I was doing the mid Maryland job, girls and then the boys and uh, coaching, you know, head varsity coach. So it just got overwhelming. So I kind of took a step away from football and, uh, you know, focused more on basketball. I still, you know, helped out a little bit on game nights and, and things like that, but uh, took a step back from football. Yeah, I mean, just you said you were a little bit directionless and uh, you weren't sure what exactly you were going to wind up doing when you, when you were uh, college age and stuff like that. But did you always think that you'd be a coach one day? Did you think you'd find your way to the sideline somehow? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I fell in love with it automatically when I started coaching. Um, you know, when I was, like I said, I believe I was a junior. Uh, kind of a late bloomer in high school, so I played my freshman year football uh, at McDonough High School, like I said, we didn't have a ninth grade team. I weighed a old whopping 104 pounds. What, what position did you play? Uh, I played a little split in. I was I, I was more of a defensive end speed wise, but I played split in because of my size uh, at 104 pounds. Um, playing at the JV level. On did, a, did you have to fight your mother to let you play? No, you know, back in the day, I I, I mean, I, I was a, a, a solid player coming up through youth. Um, you know, I, like I said, I was a late bloomer, so. I was a little immature as a freshman, and, and uh, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, kind of lost interest just because I, I really didn't get a whole lot of opportunity to play that year being a freshman, being on a really, really good uh, JV team. Actually, the, 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 the uh, kids that were sophomores my freshman year, they ended up winning the state championship their senior year. So it was a really solid program. Um, and you know, I just, I just kind of lost interest. I, I, you know, there wasn't in my household, you know, there wasn't a lot of push to play sports. I, I love playing it and I, I continued to do it, you know, through rec or outside or what have you, but there wasn't like a, you know, my parents weren't sending me to camps or they just weren't into that you know did, did you have brothers and stuff yeah had, had a brother an older brother a younger brother and a younger sister um, were your siblings athletically inclined or yeah i mean we all played uh, uh my older brother and i uh we played you know football basketball and baseball year round up until the ninth grade my younger brother played uh baseball and football he played football in, in high school at arundel high school my sister she was a swimmer um, so she swam a little bit at, at a younger age. Um, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a, a it wasn't like a athletic household. Um, were, you, like, were, you, were you guys fiercely like, competitive with each other? Or? Yeah, I mean, definitely my brother and I. Um, he he was a really really good baseball player, and uh, he was a couple years older than me. So you know, we would obviously play all the time with with neighbors, and and. It, Ultimately, most of the time, ended a little scuffle. Did, did you play all sports? Did you play football? Did you yeah, play basketball? Yeah, football, basketball, and baseball um, up to my freshman year in, in um, high school. And, and football was always your favorite sport? Football, you know, I, I, I don't know. I Back in our day, it was different. We just loved the sport whatever season it was, right? right. So if we were in baseball season, you know, we weren't at practice, we'd be outside playing wiffle ball. And, you know, same with basketball season, we'd be up at the courts. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I loved all the sports coming up. Um, you guys have a driveway or a hoop in your driveway? Yeah, we have one right out front um, in the street. And, uh, yeah, so I played, uh, you know, once I got into high school and stopped playing football, the only thing I did was, uh, I think, one year baseball, um, uh, big league and, and little league. And then um, I played rec basketball. Never played high school basketball, um, 
but was always playing outside of school and 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 in a rec league. Um, made one travel team when I was younger, so uh, you know I, I really be, became a, a much better basketball player once I moved up here because I kind of committed to you know trying out for the team at FCC. So I would you know I'd go in town to the Armory, um, you know, and I'd work out a ton uh, at FCC. Uh, I started getting in the weight room, so you know that really helped me develop uh, you know work ethic. Uh, so to say, you're a tall guy, Mike. Doesn't your height lend itself to basketball even more so than yeah, football? Yeah, or? yeah, and my body build as well. So yeah, um, uh, I was, a, uh, you know, I, I really stretched out. Like I said, I was a late bloomer. I kind of stretched out, um, you know, after my sophomore into my junior year. So that kind of hurt, like my my high school sports, right? I, I, my my mom didn't push me hard enough to stay in it for me to kind of catch up to everybody. So that's kind of how I fell off. Uh, you know, at the high school level. Were, were you a good basketball player? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I was solid coming up. I was average, you know, and, and then. You were, uh, what, a forward or something? Yeah, or? yeah, like a 3-4. Um, could, you, could you shoot? Uh, not, not necessarily. I, offensively, I wasn't a great player. So at FCC, I mean, I got on the court because I could play a little D and I played hard. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely wasn't an offensive threat, so to speak. So to speak. Right. What brought you to Frederick County? Was it your wife or that, my um, uncle? Yeah. yeah. Your, your uncle, so yeah. I, when I was coaching, right, and I, I was kind of you know didn't have a whole lot of direction, and he gave me the opportunity to come live with him, um, you know, rent free, and uh, go to FCC. They they had a really good, uh, you know program at FCC to get me ready for Towson and then you know I got into the uh, physical education program started taking a bunch of classes at FCC and uh well was Towson your goal to get there or, no, were, you, or you know, were you not sure no I wasn't sure I, I know that when I got to FCC I hadn't been in uh you know I hadn't been in high school in four years and and to be honest I I, I didn't have a whole lot of direction in high school so I didn't really apply myself academically so, you know, it took me a while to get back into the swing of things, but but FCC was awesome. I mean, it, all honesty, uh, you know, I'd learned more at FCC than, than anywhere, and I, I felt like the instructors were the best at FCC, um, and it just allowed me to grow uh, to be ready to go on to a four-year school. Right. You, you don't strike me as being a wanderer. Or, or was, school, was school not your thing? Or, yeah, no, uh, I, you know. I, I was. I was, you know, at, at, in high school I was just – once I lost sports, I kind of lost direction in a sense. Yeah. Um, what, what, what did you think you were going to be before, or did you ever? Did you oh, ever... I, I thought I played, you know, four years of high school football. Right. Um, for sure. Um, you know, I wasn't. Even though I loved basketball, I, I, I didn't wasn't confident enough to feel like I could play at the high school level, especially when you know the the size thing caught up to me and the maturity thing. Um, so, you know, once once I didn't play that's when i kind of lost direction well what, was there a moment where you snapped to was it a chat with your no, uncle you, was it was it meeting jennifer what, was, was there a moment that said, hey I, I gotta get things in order here <laughs> well to be honest i kind of was kind of like a different person during football season so i was when i was coaching at the, at the youth level you know i was really locked in and focused during football and then when football wasn't around i wasn't wasn't so focused so uh, I think, you know, my uncle giving me that opportunity and me kind of, you know, uh, being lost in a sense in, in terms of like my future. I think that, you know, really uh, 
propelled me. And then I, you know, after I met Jen, she she had uh, a plan on what she wanted to do. So once I met her, uh, you know, that kind of pushed me along. But it sounds like your future was inevitably going to wind up in sports somehow. Yes, yes, yes. Like coaching, playing, like somehow sports was going to be involved yes, in your life. Sports has always yeah. been, a, been, been a huge part of my life, yes. Right. Well, what did you think of this place, Frederick County, when you first got up here? Well, man, to be honest, when my, when my uncle and aunt moved up here from Bowie, uh, man, I felt like Russia. I said, where are you guys moving Siberia? <laughs> I said, do they, do they have cable up here? I mean, what's going on? And obviously, You're you only know, like an hour away, right? Uh, it's about, about two hours? Uh, yeah, about two hours. Yeah. But, but you know as well as I do, Frederick has grown tremendously yeah. since the uh, early 90s. So, uh, and then they were out in Unionville, so that's you know, out in the country. Uh, well, you know, well, was Frederick like a cow town when you moved up here? Or, well, more um, so than it is now, for sure. And especially being out there, you know, it was 20 minutes to drive into town. Uh, so I've kind of felt like I was, was out, out there a little bit. Yeah, and you're on the north side of town there in Walkersville, too. What did what, you think of Walkersville when, when, when you showed up there for the you, first you time? You know, the, the, thing, the thing that when I moved up here is that I really, really liked is, is – is the coverage that the paper gave to high school sports. I mean, it wasn't like that um, where I came from. Yeah, so I mean, who, who covers Charles? I, it, I, I, it's the Maryland Independent, and which right. was like a – it would come out like maybe Wednesdays, right. once a week kind right. of deal. So when I came up here and, you know, they got the Frederick News Post every day and, and I would read it, and, and, you know, back then even more so than now, the coverage was, was – uh, you know, outstanding, right? I mean, they would cover almost every event. And then, you you know, you had uh, your games of the week that were on Channel 10. You had uh, sidelines with uh, Jay Combs. So, um, so you loved the sports scene up here. Yeah, yeah, I just loved it. Um, my, uh, my, my cousin went to Linganore, so when I first moved up here, I would just go to Linganore games because he would go with his buddies. I wouldn't go with them. I'd just kind of go by myself and watch um, them play a lot. And then – through the paper and through watching them, I learned about TJ and and Frederick and you know, uh, you know how successful they were back in the uh, early '90s. I mean, you had some really really good TJ teams, obviously each year and every year they were in it. And then you had the Frederick team that had Charlie Thomas and Snowden, and then had the the kid that went on to play football at Virginia. Um, so they were stacked as well. So it, it was fun for me just to go watch. Um, in high school, I didn't I didn't go watch uh, high well, school games when you were in high school. Yeah. Exactly. Were, so, you, were you trying to get out of get away from school and stuff in high school? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was most definitely. Well, like yeah. like when you weren't playing sports, like you didn't yeah. want, you didn't want to be at no, school. No, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'd go to the football games. Uh, they, they were held at a regional park, um, White Plains Regional Park. So that was kind of just go hang out. I wouldn't go to watch, and I didn't go to you know the basketball games in high school. So once I got up here. I really took to that. I really enjoyed that. Um, and just, you know, once I started playing at FCC, I started to learn more about the game. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, and then once I started coaching with, with Jen, you know, I just knew that that's what something I wanted to do. Right. Did you grow, did you grow up like me? Did you read the sports page every, every morning? Or, yeah, I definitely uh, watched in post. I, I, I yeah. definitely followed that. Um, but, but not high school. Right. Um, until I started coaching high school, and then I I I would do it re religiously, right? I'd get the right. uh, Frederick News Post, I'd get the Washington Post, I'd look at the Sun, you know, I knew the top twenty in, in both papers, and and then you know, obviously, 
uh, with FC or Frederick News Post, excuse me, they always had a top five or a top right. eight, and I, I would always yeah, track we, that we, as well. We, we, we still do, yeah. Um, still have the top five, yeah, right? Right, we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's top five for football. I think it might be top three for most of the other okay. sports, but but we do we do have weekly uh, rankings. Uh, that 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 we uh, chart in the paper. So so you you grew up. You thought you were going to coach football, and now you're uh, yeah you have a girlfriend, and now you're you're coaching basketball. Yeah. Uh, like where you uh, is it a huge difference coaching football to basketball, or are a lot of the concepts the same? Well, I mean the concepts are a lot different, uh, but to me, coaching's coaching. I mean it. Yeah, I started with the girls, but but I didn't coach them any differently than I coach the boys today. So always had high expectations. Um, always enjoyed learning from other people, uh, doing research, watching what other other you know coaches did at the college level. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I just was engulfed with coaching and learning and and teaching the, the game. Right. Is it a big difference coaching girls versus coaching guys? Well, you know, a lot of people have asked me that. It's it's really hard to answer that question because, you know, we were. We coached on the, the girls' side for 19 years, so we, we had developed a, you know, a program where all the kids coming in knew the expectations. Um, you know, I, I feel like we developed one of the top you know, programs in the state, and uh, you know, the girls coming in from middle school knew the expectations. And then you know, being from a smaller community like Walkersville, we would run camp, and I would watch these girls develop and grow, and they knew me from the time they were in, in elementary school up through high school. So I think they knew coming in the, the expectations that we had. So it was easy towards the end for me uh, because the girls knew what I expected, and they came in with a, you know, kind of like a, a positive um, vibe towards the program, you know, and I think the community had that same vibe. When I switched over to the boys, you know, it was a little bit tough, right? They, boys are, uh, girls are more like sponges. They want to take everything in. Uh, I felt like going over to the boys program, you know, they, they didn't know my expectations. So I, I truly feel it took two, three years before I felt like, okay, these kids are starting to get it. Well, why why you switch? Do you to coach your son or? Um... Well, n not necessarily. I mean, uh, my daughter Mackenzie had graduated in sixteen, and she was going to go on to play at college. And my son Zach was a sophomore at the time, and he played basketball. So as you know, the boys and girls play on the same night. So I was missing his games. So I decided, you know, I would step down. Um, and actually, my intention was to be an assistant coach with, with Ryan Berkey. He was the head coach at the program um, at Walkersville at the time. That would allow me, you know, to be able to watch Zach and still have some flexibility to go watch McKenzie play at Shenandoah. So, um, you know, it was just a good time to, to leave the girls' program. And, you know, I was fortunate enough that, that when Ryan stepped down, I was able to get the head job. Well, what was it hard walking away though from what you had built with with the girls program? Oh yeah, I mean, we, you know, we had a uh, you know uh, a really really good program, and and I knew the next two years that they were going to be you know state level uh, teams. So it, it was tough to walk away, um, but you know, I I, I didn't want to miss my daughter. I didn't want to miss my son. Right. I mean, you're you're a young coach. You're 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 learning, and then uh, the 
in the early 2000s, 2003, you guys had a really great season with the Walkersville girls. Uh, you went all the way to was it played? It was played at UMBC. Yeah. Uh, those days, your your UMBC for the semifinals in the championship game, and you win yeah. the championship in 2003. What what was that moment like for for you and your team? Oh, it, it was it was it was uh, it was an awesome moment just for you know for the community for the program. Um, it was it really took five five years of hard work to get our program to where we could compete. I mean, when I first took over the program, you had uh, in the county you had you had Mark uh, Mark Miller at, at at Middletown, a great phenomenal coach who's coaching uh, at high, at college level now. Uh, and Middletown was really really good. And then you had Brian at, at Linganore, and they were super good. And TJ was good back then. Um, and and Urbana was starting to come on the scene. And, and everybody was just so tough. Um, and, and I knew when I took over the program that we had a lot of, lot of work to do to catch up uh, to be able to compete with those programs. So, you know, Mark, at, at Mark Miller at, at Middletown, he was uh, definitely somebody, one of my mentors that I looked up to. So when I watched his teams, I mean, they were so, so tough defensively. So that was my uh, kind of what we built the foundation of our program on was defense. When I first came to Walkersville and took over as head coach offensively, we, we didn't have a lot of skilled players. So I knew in order to compete that we would have to be really, really tough and really good defensively. And, um, you know, so that's really, really what we worked on to, to build the foundation of our program. And then as the years went on, I mean, we got our fundamentals improved, our skill level improved. And then in that fifth year, it it all came together. Yeah, I mean, you you grew up. You said your cousin uh, went to Ligonor, uh, and you grew up with Ligonor sports. Yeah. When when you moved over to Walkersville, did you say, "Man, this is a pretty small school"? <laughs> yeah, you know, I I I didn't in the fact that you know I I went to Ligonor and watched them play and did all that. But you know, if you're not in school every day or you're not tracking the numbers. Uh, you really don't know a difference, so I, you know. Okay, I so you weren't, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't deterred by the size that Walkersville no, was a, a smaller school. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And, and and to be honest, back then, uh, you know, more kids played sports back then. You know, we we had a full, you know, we had a full varsity team, JV team, and a ninth grade team back then. So, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it didn't deter me at all. I mean, you know, I I definitely had a goal to be one of the top programs in the area. And uh, the fact that we were a two A school didn't didn't really bother me at all. Right. So you guys win the state title in two thousand three. Tell me about the two thousand four team though, because that team got back to the championship game. Yeah, I mean we were we were really really talented in two thousand three. We we only had one senior, Coffee Harrison, uh, but she was a just a phenomenal leader, a great person, great kid, and uh, we lost Coffee, so we had a ton coming back. So we knew we were going to be really really good. Um, and, and, and we had an awesome season. I mean, we, we, we were 24 and 0, I believe going into state final and we just had an off day. Um, you know, Potomac shot the ball really well. We didn't shoot it well at all. And, and we just had a bad day at the wrong time and, and, and we got knocked off. Was that a really tough loss oh, to accept? <laughs> big time. You know, the kids were, the kids were, were crushed. Um, you know, and, and. You know, we, we were definitely confident going to that game. Not overconfident because we always respect our opponents. 
Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we, we fully felt like we'd win that day. What, what, what'd you tell your girls after that game? You know, to be honest, I don't, I, it, you know, I, I don't remember. I, I probably just try to remind them, Hey, you know, look what we've done, uh, for the program. Right. And, uh, don't let one game define you. Right you now. So when you moved over to the boys, did you set up the program the same way or did you know you had to do things differently or how, how did you tackle the boys assignment? No, we went in with the same expectations. I mean, you know, we, we went in um, and to be honest, I, you know, I, early on, we, we actually played some zone. So early my first year, uh, we had decent size, but we, we weren't that athletic. So I, I thought, you know, maybe we'll play a little bit of three-two zone, and you know that didn't last very long. So, so we got back to our f fundamentals of man-to-man of -man defense, and uh, uh, you know, toughness, and and being fundamentally sound. And uh, you know, we felt that if we, you know, kind of kind of followed the same uh, floor floor plans, so to speak, as as you know, the one that we used to build the girls program that we could be successful on the boys' side as well. Did it feel like you were starting over, though? Because you had the girls' Most program on such an autopilot, it, it, it seemed. And then when you come over to the boys and you're sort of maybe not starting from scratch, but yeah. it, it, everything felt new again. Yeah, right? I mean, the kid, like I said, the kids didn't know the expectations. They had had a previous coach. Obviously, when you get a new coach in, there's going to be different expectations, different ways you run stuff, different, you know, different ways that you – you know, just run the program. So, yeah, the, the kids um, did know my expectations. And uh, that first year, to be honest, was tough, um, you know, trying to get them to buy in and, uh, you know, do the things that we that we felt as a staff were important to help us be successful. And boys reacted to things differently than girls, oh, too, most obviously. Definitely, yeah, most right. definitely. They, they, uh, uh, they tend to feel that they know a little bit more. Uh, yeah, you the said the girls are sponges. Yeah, right, the girls, yeah. you just want to take it all in. And, and the boys, uh, at least early, you know, they you know, they kind of question at times. And uh, I don't know if they, they truly bought in, right, to the program until probably about my third year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you didn't have to change your style too much? I mean, you were just going to do you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, we were going to do – and another thing is that, that you know, that first year, uh, my son's class was a junior class, and the senior class, I had coached all them kids uh, pretty much their whole lives in, in, in football. Um, you know, so, so obviously it's different when, when I coached them in football, um, you know, at the youth level, and then they kind of moved on to high school, and I coached them a little bit in football, but not much, right? So... I know I don't know the dynamic wasn't great um, right you know when when we laid uh, the foundation and kind of the expectations that we had for them there was a little bit of uh buck back so to speak what 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 keeps you doing this job Mike your, your, your kids have uh, graduated from high school that they're, they're running their own lives now what what, what keeps you uh, I just on, love, on, I, on the sideline I here? just love doing it I just love coaching um I uh, love, you know, seeing kid, kids develop, and, uh, you know, I really enjoy, like, even after they're gone, watching them grow, watching their families grow. Uh, so, you know, it's just part of who I am, really. Yeah, but it's such a time commitment. I don't, I don't think people understand the, 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 the time commitment involved with coaching yeah. a high school sport. It's practice every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Games on, on nights and we, every 
uh, night and weekend, you often have games. You you have some tournaments uh, you're probably going to over the holidays. Yeah, so. I, yeah, it's nonstop. And now, it's, I mean, if you want to be successful, I, it's year round. But fortunately for me, it was it's always been a family thing. So even when the kids were little, right, you know, they would come to practice. They would be at the games. Uh, I could adjust practice so I didn't miss any of their stuff. So I, I think that had a huge part of me continuing to coach. I was able to do all that stuff. Um, you know, when the kids were little, the girls would, would babysit them and, and the girls would house sit for us. So, so it was a, a family atmosphere. Yeah, so your life has revolved around sports. Exactly. And, and it also has to be a huge plus for you that your wife coached too. So she has an appreciation for the job and what, what, it, what it takes because – I mean, people are. I mean, people may probably realize this, but high school coaches—they're not coaching for the money. I mean, you guys, no. are, you guys, you, <laughs> yeah, you guys, definitely you, not for the money. It, we it, we it, probably it, get paid cents it, on it, hour. It, to be right, it's pennies on the dollar. You guys yeah. are doing it. You have to sort of love it uh, to do it and and be good at it. Yeah, you do, and you have to have you have to have support from home. So I'm very fortunate that that you know my wife loves sports. Uh, we raised our kids to love sports, so. You know, they enjoy it. You know, my kids still, uh, you know, they're both in college, right? They still watch the game on Huddle or they watch the game on, on the, new, uh, the, uh, the new cameras that they put into all the schools through the National uh, High School Federation. So they, they still keep up with, uh, with the program and they still enjoy watching uh, our teams play. Well, what is the holiday season like in the Mathis household? I'm curious because you guys always have probably every year and most years of your life you've been coaching in a tournament over the holidays. Have you guys ever had a chance to like get away and go anywhere for Christmas and stuff? No, or? we never have. Fortunately, uh, most of Jennifer's family's right up here and most of mine have been in the Maryland area um, most of our lives. So we've been fortunate in that sense. Uh, you know, we always get to do thanks. You know, Thanksgiving family. Uh, uh, but Thanksgiving you guys probably have to family. practice on Christmas though every year. Yeah, right? yeah, we did. We do. Um, we usually have a tournament. Um, so you know, we we celebrate Christmas obviously, and then um, the next couple of days we usually go away um, to Salisbury for a tournament. So when the kids were young, were younger. Um, they would just go, right? They would just go with us. That'd be part of what we did. That'd be part of our vacation. Um, it was just part of, you know, the right. way we live. Right, right. You guys don't know it any differently. Like sports have always been part of your uh, holiday routine. Exactly. So, uh, can you see yourself not coaching? Could, could you step away from this job, Mike? Uh, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my plan is, uh, you know, to keep coaching at least through, you know, retirement as a teacher. Um, so I have five years after this year. So, so my plan is to, to, to at least coach for five more years um, as a head coach. And then, you know, I don't know. I, I'm sure I would want to be a part of something. Whether right, I was going to say, what, what would you do if you weren't coaching? Yeah, I, I definitely through the, through the winter I enjoy basketball. So I'll probably be a, an assistant maybe. Uh, to somebody we'll see we'll see how it all plays out all right so this season as we chat you guys are one and oh you had a you had a big win over over frederick high uh and a, a really a gritty performance by your kids that they, they didn't play their best obviously first game of the season you, you, you saw some of the things from both teams that you might see in a first game of the season in terms of it was a little ragged but um just talk about your team this season and what you like about these guys i mean i, I just love our team this year I, I mean i feel like we have some depth um, we got some size, we got some kids that can shoot it. So, so really we're a w well-rounded team. 
um, practices that have been super competitive. Um, and it's just, you know, great to see the kids out on the floor working hard after, after the uh, craziness we went through last year. So, you know, like I said um, in our interview last night after the game, you know, we have seniors, right, but they're really not seniors in terms of, of you know, uh, basketball um, right. experience, because right? Because you guys had a two-week season in, exactly. 20, in, in 2020. <laughs> right. So, so basically these kids – um, minus uh, Josh Stevens are, are kind of in their first year of varsity basketball. So to get thrown into that environment last night was just kind of crazy. And, and like I told the kids, I was just super proud of the way, the, the toughness they showed um, and, way, and the way they handled, handled themselves in such a uh, – uh, intense environment. Yeah, because I mean, the, the gym was packed. It was, yeah. great, it was great to see that, too, because we, we, we didn't have packed gyms last I year mean, either. It, yeah, it was packed, and it was a playoff uh, environment. It was intense. There was a few scuffles. Uh, so it, it it was a super exciting game to coach, and, and I know for our kids it was exciting. Uh, the student section was awesome last night. Uh, so I think it was an exciting uh, night for everybody. Yeah, I said to you, it felt like sort of a midseason or, pl- or playoff type atmosphere, but on the court stylistically, missed shots, turnovers, yeah, right. stuff. It, it, it looked like more like a season opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it had a mix of both, and obviously, you know, obviously that first game each and every year can be can be a struggle. But then when you throw in the fact that we really didn't play last year, um, you know, that just adds and kind of multiplies. Um, so we look great at times, and we look really, really bad at times. But uh, right. the great thing is, is our, you know, our kids just continue to play. Regardless of the situation, uh, they continue to, to play with toughness. Yeah, because the shots weren't falling early in either half, too, so you yeah. had to stay with it. Yeah. So. Um, and, and Frederick, how many more teams are you going to see that are more athletic than them? Yeah, I, mean, I hope uh, not too many. <laughs> right. I hope not. They, they, were, they were definitely athletic and long and strong, so – um, it was a it was a challenge for our kids, but I thought we responded well. Uh, tell us about Josh, uh, who was a sophomore. He, I guess he contributed for you two years ago, but now uh, he he he's your guy. He's a six four uh, senior guard and uh, really had a nice game uh, uh, against Frederick. Yeah, uh, I mean Josh. In all honesty, he's just starting to scratch the surface of of how good of a player he can be. He was one of them kids with kind of kind of low, late bloomer as well. Uh, he was on the mid Maryland team in the eighth grade, but didn't see the floor at all. Uh, always had a nice touch, could shoot it. So so you know, Coach Brown and myself, right away after his eighth grade year, when he started coming to open gyms and 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 uh, skill and drill sessions, we were encouraging him to shoot the basketball when he was open. So I think you know. Us giving him that confidence allowed him to be become confident in his ability, and once he, he kind of got that confidence, his desire to be a good basketball player just took off, and he just he has worked his tail off um, since the end of eighth grade to now, and uh, you know defensively he struggled early in his career, uh, offensively he could always shoot it. But he add, he's added so much more to his game. He's becoming so much more versatile in terms of he can put it on the floor. 
Um, his athleticism has proved, improved greatly. Um, he's really, really buying in to becoming a, a better defensive player this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, he had – I was going to say he had a couple steals that led to dunks, which yeah. ener- which energizes the crowd, obviously. Yes, yes, I, yes. I remember he had a big block in the fourth quarter of that game in, in, in a tight game. So he, he, he showed up on the defensive end yeah, last night. Yeah, he sure too. did. He's becoming such a well-rounded player. And, and, you know, we always tease him because – you know, he, he would dunk all the time in practice, but he, he would never he could never dunk in a game or, or would never dunk or he would try and, and, he, and he wouldn't be successful. So so last night was huge to to throw those couple down um, for him. And, uh, you know, it got the crowd excited. It got our team pumped. Um, and, and, you know, I think his energy uh, helped all our kids kind of uh, pick it up and 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 just uh, have the confidence to, to gut that thing out last night. Yeah, he mentioned it. You mentioned it uh, after the Frederick game. Your, your, your toughness. I mean, that's something you're going to have to rely on a lot this year, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, we try to make practice as tough as possible. We want to we make practices tougher than the game. So, so we're always preaching toughness um, in practice. Um, we expect our kids to play super, super hard. Um, that way, when we get into a game situation like last night, um, you know, we're not shell-shocked. Although at times last night we were still a little shell-shocked, but, uh, you know, it, we handled ourselves with enough composure to, to be able to put that thing away. Right. Well, when you look at your squad, uh, you see a pretty big guy out there, uh, like Kenyon Johnson. He's only a sophomore, 6'4", but, but he's, he's, your man and he's, the, he's your man in the middle. Tell us about Kenyon. <laughs> he, he, he's just a super coachable kid. I mean, he's just got a, a great attitude not only to basketball, to life. He's, he's such a great kid to be around. So, you know, he, he has a desire to get better. Um, he's another kid that's really developed over the past two years. Uh, fortunately for me and for our program, uh, Coach uh, Brown and Coach File, our, our JV coach, has coached this group of kids. Um, we have two sophomores that are up, Zion and Timmy and Kenyon, and then the, the, the rest of the sophomores that are on JV – uh, you know, Coach Brown and Coach File have coached these kids since they were like in the fourth grade. So they know our program. They know our expectations. Um, so when Kenyon, you know, came out for varsity this year, he knew what to expect in terms of the, the intensity level that we practice with. Um, but he also has a desire to, to improve. So he's always looking to improve. Um, but but he's big. He's going to give you that physical. Oh, yeah. He's going to give you that physical presence. Most down definitely, low. yeah. yeah. And, and it's, he's got great. For as big as he is, he just has great footwork, great quick hands, um, soft hands. He's soft around the basket. So he, he's got a lot of things that that you know with development. Um, he, he's going to be a tough guard for the next, uh, you know, three seasons for sure. Right. Who, who are your glue guys? Who, who are the guys you're going to count on to sort of make the team go uh, behind uh, Josh and, and maybe a guy like Kenyon? Well, I definitely think our, our point guard, uh, Ty Campbell, uh, just a tough, gritty kid. Se- senior, yeah. Yeah, he's a senior for us. Um, does a great job of getting us into our offense. Um, he's becoming more of a leader on the floor. Uh, Brandon Bushman. Uh, he, he's a really good shooter, a good defender. Um, so those two for sure. Uh, we also have Michael Grover, who's a junior who's starting for us. Uh, Mike's a, a good athlete. Um, he's a hard worker. He's a great kid to coach. He's always looking to get better. Um, then Zion and Timmy, uh, you know, he's a uh, sophomore that's up with us. 
uh, Shaden um, Hansen is a transfer that came in, moved in from Canada over the summer. Um, and I think he's really, really going to help us. He's a, a multi-dimensional type kid that can kind of do it all. He can play the one through the four. Um, then we have Ryan Waltrip um, uh, that's that's backing up uh, Kenyon in the post. And Ryan uh, did a phenomenal job for us last night. He's just a, a tough, gritty kid. He's got good size. He's a strong kid. And he just gets after it. Um, and then we have, you know, other kids on the bench that could help us out. Uh, Michael Christ is a senior post player who's got a good stroke um, that can help us. Uh, you know, we got Jaden Jaden Batty, or excuse me, Jaren Batty, uh, Crew Moots, um, Big Shea, uh, you know, that comes off the bench for us. So, so we got a lot of pieces there um, that can really, really make us a, a tough ball club. How do you size up the rest of the county? I mean, Oakdale's always good. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. Oakdale's going to be solid each and every year. You know, they're kind of the the uh, they've become the standard. The standard, right? exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I kind of felt like for years on the girls' side, you know, that we were that standard. So, you know, coming over the the boys' side, uh, you know, Oakdale was that standard. So, so you know, me uh, as a coach and my staff is being competitors. You know, you look at Oakdale and said, you know, that that's what we're going to strive to be. We're going to strive to be a team that's competitive each year, each and every year, right? Um, it runs it runs a good, really good program produces solid kids. So Oakdale, um, obviously Frederick High is going to be really, really tough this year. They got a ton of athletes, um, you know, and they get after it on the defensive end. Do you guys see them again or no? No, we don't yeah, see them yeah, again, right. fortunately. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Tuscarora is going to have have some kids. Uh, um, you know, TJ is going to be tough. Uh, you know, Middletown, John does a great job up there. Um, they're going to be young this year, uh, but, but you know, they're going to get better as the year goes on. And, you know, Urbana seems to have a nice uh, nucleus over there. So, you know, I think each and every night in Frederick County, you're going to have to bring your uh, A game to, w to win ball games. The, the coaching landscape has sort of shifted, too. We have a lot of new faces. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Amani, who coached at FCC, is now um, and, at Frederick. Tim Abercrombie. I didn't mention Linganore. I mean, Linganore's – you know, also another team that year in, year out, they're just so super solid and, uh, you know, fundamentally sound. So with Tim going over there and coaching them, I, you, I expect them to be super, super competitive. Do as you well. know these new coaches well, or do you know these yeah, guys I mean, pretty well? I, I, I do just being around the landscape of basketball over the years. I, I mean, I know Tay a little bit. Uh, you know, I know uh, Tim through his dad. Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, I know most of the coaches in the county just from being around for so long. Right. Well, where, where do you guys fall in the pecking order in the county? Do you think? Uh, I mean, I think we're, you know, I think we're going to be competitive with anybody that we play. I mean, uh, you know, that's my hope. I mean, it's early in the year. Uh, I think we have a lot of potential and that's what I tell our kids. I mean, we have a lot of potential, but that's the, you know, most overused word in sports. So unless we reach that potential, um, it could be a struggle. So our kids know that each and every night we're going to have to come out and compete. But if I feel if we continue to develop and, and improve, uh, that, that we should be able to play with anybody in the county. Are, are you getting the boys program to where you had the girls program? Is it starting to get I, all, is I, that I, autopilot feels it coming back? I think back? it is. I mean, we, you, know, you know, I think we're going to be super competitive this year on the varsity level. Um, our JV squad is yeah. Your is, JV is had a huge win against huge Frederick, win. a 40, just, 40 point win. Yeah, yeah, but just so much talent on that team. And like I said, they've been that that group has been coached by Coach Brown and Coach File. 
um, for, for four or five years. So they know the expectations. And, and yeah, that is our goal, to, to get the boys' program where the girls' program was. Right. Now, you, you mentioned you, you could see yourself coaching for at least another five years. Is that timing lined up with this great JV team you have coming up, or is that, or is that just coincidental? Well, it's, it's kind of coincidental. Um, uh, you know, Coach File has another son. One of his sons is on the JV team. Coach Brown's son's on the JV team. Uh, and then Coach File's got a, got a son that's in the eighth grade. Um, so, you know, I'm definitely planning on staying through the time Trevor comes through. So that would be five years if it was – he's an eighth grader now. So, uh, you know, definitely through this, this, this eighth grade group. And, and the plan is to walk off the court at Comcast Center with, with, with the <laughs> oh, state championship yeah, trophy. That, that would be kind of cool, and then, right? And then take your white horse and, and ride yeah, right into yeah, – right, That'd be nice. Ride, uh, ride, ride right into retirement. retirement. Yes, yeah. ex exactly, Mike. Yeah, so. maybe, maybe then I can improve my golf game. <laughs> do, you, do you get out there and play? Yeah, uh, I get out there and play, but it's, it's – it's, well, uh, Co Coach Zimmerman hook you up over at yeah, Valley? Yeah, Coach, um, uh, yeah, Coach Zimmerman, Bruce, and I play quite often. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, so what's in store for the holidays? What, what sort of tournaments do you, do you guys so have? So we're going back up? to uh, the Governor's Challenge. Um, that, down in Salisbury, is, Yeah, right? one of the uh, largest uh, high school um, tournaments in the country. Uh, it's always a great tournament. You get to play one game in the uh, Civic Center up there, and you get to play uh, you know, teams that you don't see, whether it be from the Eastern Shore, or Delaware, or what have you. So we're doing that. We're also playing in a uh, – there's actually a showcase that's going to be here in Frederick at Hood College on the uh, – I believe eight, December 18th, that's that's next Saturday, I believe. Um, and we're playing in this showcase. So uh, I know us, TJ, uh, Oakdale, um, St. John's uh, are all in that uh, one-day showcase. So we're excited about that as well. Do you run any conflicts like with vacation and holidays with your kids and stuff like that every once in a while? or um, are No, you not necessarily. We just, we've always built vacations around sports, you know, whether it be uh, – <laughs> My daughter playing AU, no, my son playing I mean, travel. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, your players, though. I, I, oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, no, we kind of go in with the expectation of, hey, uh, this is kind of how it works at the high school level. We're, we're going to practice over the break. We're going to practice over the Thanksgiving break. We're going to practice over the, the winter break. Uh, we're going to play in a tournament. So most of the time, you it's, know, the kids, so, kids buy in. And yeah, they're, they're, I mean, if, if you want to play basketball at Walkersville, you, you sort of know that's part of the deal, yeah, right? That's where, kinda, where, where are the holidays? You're going to be playing and practicing. Yeah, that's so. kind of the deal, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Mike, uh, happy holidays. Thanks for coming in and sharing all these stories. Uh, the Lions 1-0. When, when's your next game? Uh, Friday at Linganore. So that's going to be a tough okay. one. We'll, we'll okay. So, so, so you guys aren't easing into the season. No, uh, no. Yeah, uh, they're throwing us to the wolves early. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you don't get devoured, Mike. But, but thanks again for coming <laughs> in. Right, uh, thanks, uh, We Greg. really appreciate it. Happy holidays. Right. Happy holidays. Yep. Uh, and thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. My thanks to John Cannon uh, for, for uh, coming in earlier. Uh, Grant. Colin uh, for producing the podcast and we'll be back next week for another episode. I look forward to talking about more Frederick County sports. So uh, see you then everyone. Thanks.